0: Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Greg the Movie Guy. We are coming at you digitally. We are online once again because of this fucking virus. We are uh, we're coming at you episode number 76. We are back. I am Greg the Movie Guy again. Joining me on the, let's see, above me is the doctor of everything else, Patrick. Hey everybody, how's it going? To my direct right is uh, screen queen herself, Maddie.
1: Hello.
0: And up in the corner, the guy who likes to watch, the other guy in the room is Joshua. Hey, it's me. Josh, watching. Let's go. So if you joined us last week, we had kickstarted a uh, a feature that we did last year, which was our March Madness feature. Um, this year we are uh, we're pounding through the best movies of uh, the 2010s. We're going through tourney style, and we've got two regions to cover as well as our semifinals and our finals, and we'll be crowning a champion at the middle of this episode because we still have a feature to talk about. We'll get to that later. So let's jump right in to our regions. We've got our Maddie region next. Maddie, you want to walk us through this?
1: All right. So the first one that we have up is Train to Basan and Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Is that right? That is right. Okay. I only put Scout's Guide in there, and I was like, I'll remember what the rest of it is, but <laughs> turns out I didn't. <laughs> I've actually never seen either of these movies. Ooh. So, um, Josh, I know you keep telling me to watch Train to Bazant, but then you tell me it's got heart in it, and that is my turn off. That is... No.
0: <laughs> so, That's when you go soft?
1: That is when I go really soft. Um, which one of these is gorier, guys?
2: Oh, Scout's Guide is by Paul Scout's Guide. Scout's Warrior, yeah. Guide
1: wins for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll jump in here next. This is a tough one, and Damn you, Maddie, for putting these two to get against each other because I absolutely loved both of these movies. Josh has been talking up uh, Train to Busan for the longest time, and I'm kicking myself that it took me as long as it did to pull the trigger on. Um, just for for fun factor, I, I got to go Scouts Guide because I absolutely I can watch that anytime, any place. So Scouts Guide for me.
1: Okay.
2: Uh yeah, I mean, um, I uh, I I dig both the movies. Scouts Guide is a a ton of fun. I kind of fell off the the zombie genre that subgenre for a while because it's like nothing really hit. Um, and everything was the same. And then along came Trading uh, bosan and it. Uh, the pace was just my pace. It, it, it moved just as fast as I kind of wanted it to. I mean, it's never slow. And um, again, I, I'm a, right now with the, the way like that movie punched me. I go training Bazan. Okay.
3: I remember watching Scouts Guide to the Apocalypse for the first time, and I was actually disappointed because I thought they could have taken it so much further than what they actually did. And Train to Basan, kind of like what Josh said, it hit all those buttons for me. It was the right pace. The, the zombies were actually pretty fucking cool in this. They were Rage Zombies, uh, which is my favorite of the zombies. So I, I will have to pick Train to Basan over Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse.
0: Ooh, that gives us our first tile and our first matchup and the first yep. thing for today. So
3: And like That's I said, I had already looked up the numbers, so I don't have to take the time to... Dig into IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes. Train to Basan scored a 7.5 on IMDb and Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse
0: 6.3, which makes Train to yeah, our winner. This, there was no contest in that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so moving on, we have The Void. And that wins. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't think so. No.
1: We have The Void versus As Above, So Below. I'm not even going to explain my choice. We all know what I...
0: (laughs) I remember watching The Void a while back, and I remember it ending, and I remember thinking, what the fuck did I just watch? I have a hard time picking it, especially going up against one of my picks, which was As Above, So Below, one of the better uh, found footage movies that I've ever seen, so my pick is As Above, So Below.
1: Alright, so Greg's getting his ass kicked after COVID-19's over.
2: Bring it. (laughs) Um, Here's the deal. I've seen uh, As Above, So Below multiple times, which is why it would get the edge, but at the same time, I had that same feeling that Greg got. When I watched The Void, I got to the end of The Void, and I was like, I have what the fuck did I just watch? What is going on right now? And I just didn't get it. Yeah. But it's not not rewatchable, you know what I mean? I just have not rewatched it. And so I feel like if I did, it, it might have had a better shot. But because I've seen that other movie, As Above, So Below, multiple times, I'm going to go with that.
1: Uh, just going to point it out, the first time I watched The Void, I had the exact same reaction. I was like, what the actual fuck is this thing? And then I watched it again, and now I watch it, like, every time I talk to you guys. <laughs>
0: Did so, we, when we watched The Void, did we do that as a, uh,
2: as a feature review? Or was that just a, a watch for the hell of it? I don't uh, think we did. but I, I don't think, think we ever reviewed it.
1: No. I think
2: it's, it's, it should, maybe we should put it on the, uh, the dock for, for review then. Because if Maddie talks about it every goddamn week, we should probably see what she's talking about. You know, I haven't picked the movie for 2020 yet.
0: And so I'm going to pick The Void for our next movie. Hmm. And Maddie's going like, to run the entire thing.
1: I'm just gonna act no, the
0: movie out. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the void.
3: You know, shit. We're all gonna have to wear cups the next time that we come in live. No, see, for- I, I think
0: we're making a, a very, a very good uh, compromise here because as above, so below is gonna move on, but mm-hmm. we're gonna watch the void and we're gonna review it. I
3: I think that's a pretty good compromise
0: there yeah. because I
3: I absolutely. You know, and the thing is, I didn't love As Above, So Below the first time that I saw it. It, took me, it took me reading more about Dante's Inferno and in the, in the Circles of Hell in order to really have a, a true appreciation for As Above, So Below. Pairing the two up, I've got to pick As Above, So Below to move
1: yeah. on. Yeah, and As Above, So Below is a really good movie. I really like it. Um, the void. <laughs> All right, so As Above, So Below moves on, and we have... Autopsy of Jane Doe versus Insidious. Why did I line those two? Who knows? I actually haven't seen Autopsy of Jane Doe. It's on my list, um, and I am working through my list because what else do I have to do? I'd actually pick that just because I really didn't like Insidious. I thought it was silly. So
0: insidious.
1: It was insidious. No, it was just it was just some goofy ass movie to me, and it just like borrowed from too many other movies. And normally I find that cool, but, like, only if you do it right. So, yeah, I'm going to go Autopsy.
0: Uh, I actually have also not seen Autopsy of Jane Doe. It's one on my list that I wanted to see as well. So, by default, I'm going to pick Insidious just because I have seen it.
2: Uh, Yeah, Insidious, uh, James Wan did Insidious, and I'm a huge fan of James Wan. But Autopsy of Jane Doe had this super crazy atmosphere to it. Uh, that I just like really dug. So I'm going to go with Autopsy of Jane Doe.
3: I really appreciate both of these movies. And the reason I appreciate Insidious quite a bit is it kind of launched a new style of horror with you know, James Wan and what he was doing and, and kind of that look and feel for horror. <clears throat> so I really have an appreciation for that. However, it also gave it more of a Hollywood feel to that movie which I'm not the biggest fan of whereas Autopsy of Jane Doe had more of an indie feel to it and it was more raw so between the two to me it's a really tough decision but I think I would have to put Autopsy of Jane Doe on top of Insidious. Okay
1: that's a two-on-one. Yeah Autopsy moves on. Our next one and the last one in my bracket this one's really hard this is green room versus don't breathe that is so hard
2: that's a tough pairing yeah that's That's really tough
1: that sucks um I'm gonna have to go with don't breathe I think just because like the like villain in there I had such a hatred for and I think that that's that's pretty pretty novel for me I'm normally like Yeah, rooting for the bad guy. So, and it had a little bit more of a horror element to me than Green Room did. Um, Green Room was, I mean, they both kind of live in that thriller category, but Don't Breathe kind of had a little more tension to it. So I think I'll go with that one. That's hard.
0: These were uh, two movies that I have yet to see. Again, they're on my list to watch. Based on the one that I would watch before the other, I would pull the trigger on Don't Breathe. Okay.
2: Yeah, look here, like Patrick Stewart as a villain and all that punk music in Green Room is really tough. Like that's it's really really good. But that villain in Don't Breathe is fucking crazy and he's a like it's a it was a whole new take on on like a, like that like the villain was like blind and like this is a really smart movie. So I'm and I saw Don't Breathe multiple times, so I'm going to go with Don't Breathe.
1: Patrick
3: I actually thought this was a really smart pairing that you did of these two movies because they're both thriller horrors. I agree with you, Josh. Patrick Stewart did an excellent job uh, in this movie. I thought, uh, what's his name? Anton Yeltsin? Yeltsin? Yeah. 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 Thank you, Greg. Uh, he was amazing. and I wish he was still alive and doing great things as well. However, don't breathe the villain in there, especially when it got to the scene with the turkey baster. Oh, I just yeah. blowed th- this guy <laughs> all the way through. I think it is a superior movie in this case. So my choice is don't breathe.
1: I could have gone <clears> the <throat> rest venomous. of today with I could have gone the rest of today without thinking about that turkey baster.
3: Oh well, you know, glad I could help you out with that.
1: Alright, so let's move on to our second round. We have Train to the Sun versus As Above So Below. I'm gonna go with As Above So Below. I like that movie doesn't have
2: heart in it <laughs> rip the heart out of every movie man. Get I know, those but...
1: emotions out of here
0: <laughs> uh, oh i knew this was gonna happen it's tough it's god use you your heart greg <laughs> i uh, I'm, I'm gonna go uh train to basan i i don't know that i have a reason why i think i'm just going gut instinct at this point because mm-hmm. these are two movies that are just awesome awesome movies and it's tough to choose between.
2: Yeah, I mean, you've heard my explanations on, on both and why I like both, but I will keep that train rolling and go with Train to Busan. Okay.
3: Huh? Yeah, tough, tough, <laughs> tough choice on this one. Right?
2: I appreciate these movies for so many
3: different reasons. To tell you the truth, it doesn't matter which one I pick, Train to Busan's going to go on because, Maddie, you picked As Above, So Below, right, Maddie? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: Because. Oh, you
2: did? I thought Greg picked that. No, he, oh, he picked I mean, Train. Oh, oh gotcha. Really yeah, so
3: my pick actually would have been As Above So Below, which ended Ooh. up in a tie. And our point scales there is As Above So Below scored a 6.2 on IMDB and trained Basan pretty high, 7.5.
1: So Train moves on. All right, so now we have Autopsy of Jane Doe versus Don't Breathe. Cool. And- That's hard for me because I haven't seen Autopsy of Jane Mm. Doe. But I'm going to pick it anyway over Don't Breathe just because I like the concept of it more and because I really do need to watch it and I think I'm really going to enjoy it. So I'm going to go with uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe over Don't Breathe.
2: It is on Netflix, Maddie, as well.
1: Yeah, I'm just lazy. It's not that I don't have it. I'm just lazy. Oh, gotcha.
2: (laughs)
0: This will be another tough one for me, only because I haven't seen either of them. Uh, Just on which one I
1: would
2: watch
0: before the other one, I would pick Don't Breathe. Take
2: that for what you will. Okay. Yeah, this is pairing, like, atmosphere versus atmosphere in, in, like, movies. Because they're super – they're both super atmospheric movies. But, like, the one that makes you, like, sit there and kind of squirm a little bit is Autopsy of Jane Doe. And although the turkey baster doesn't show up in that movie – I squirmed a little bit more in the, uh, for The Autopsy. So I'm going to go with Autopsy of Jane Doe.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, like Josh said, these are atmosphere movies. But when it comes down to pure horror or what I relate to horror, Autopsy of Jane Doe went into the paranormal, which to me is is more of a definition for me personally than what Don't Breathe is. I already said that Don't Breathe is more of a thriller horror. I would pick Autopsy of Jane Doe over Don't Breathe.
1: Okay. So now what do we have? We have autopsy of Jane Doe versus Train to
2: Besan. <laughs> so I think we know hard. what's going to win.
1: I know, I know it's going to win, but I'm going to go ahead and vote for autopsy. Just as I said, don't want none of your emotions in my world. <laughs> keep your keep your shit to yourself. Keep your shit, your turkey basters to yourself. Uh,
0: Train to Basson for me. I haven't seen autopsy of Jane Doe, and I think I'd still
2: pick Train to Basson anyways. It's really tougher than you think. I mean, like, it's not an easy choice. I mean, they're I'm two sure. completely different movies, and you watch them with two completely different, like, just kind of depending on how you feel at the time. But, like, sometimes I like my movies to have a little bit of speed in them, so I'm going to go with Train to Bazon.
1: Okay. Hey.
2: We're in a
3: similar situation that we were with the last uh, coupling here because uh, I'm going to throw in the tying vote. For me, It it it's Autopsy of Jane Doe, which gives us two for Train of Bassan, two for Autopsy. Dropping it down to the IMDB rating scores, Autopsy of Jane Doe, 6.8. And as I said, Train of Bassan, the high, 7.5.
1: So Train is our winner for my bracket. So, yeah, so Greg, let's move on to yours.
0: Alright, on to the suckiest region of all four of them. Because yes. these are paired, yes, Maddie, you suck.
3: These are well, difficult choices I here.
1: I here. Yeah, to Greg. Out of your bracket, I've only seen three of these, so this is going to be really hard for me because I have no idea what any of these are.
0: It doesn't help if you've seen them <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Tough. Let's let's uh, let's jump right into this here. So our first pairing, our first matchup in our tourney in the Greg bracket is your next versus us and for me i have not uh, had a chance to see your next yet so i'm taking us by default okay
1: uh which one's warrior
0: <laughs> uh your next by far
1: and that's my pick
3: <laughs> have you not seen either of these man no
1: i haven't seen either of them i okay. which one is your next
2: i mean i can sit here and kind of explain it but like it's a family that uh, is basically gets together for the ho- a holiday, and uh, it's basically a um, shit. What do you call it? Um, kind of like The Strangers, kind of like that type feel. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. I know what movie
1: this is now.
2: But yeah, it's super. It's it's super gory though. Okay. So there's a lot, there's a lot of good spots Winner. in there, So Yeah, like Jordan Peele hit. He hit really hard with Us, but I like Get Out better. So just for that sake, I'm going to go with your next.
1: Okay.
3: Looks like I'm the odd man out on this one. I just thought, and I've said this before on the podcast, I thought Us was much better than um, Get Out. I just thought it was a better commentary on the state of America and the government. And I just thought it had more horror elements than what Get Out had. And I would put that over your next, just because of the intelligence of the film itself. So we have a tie. Oh, we do have a tie. You picked?
0: Oh. I picked Us. I thought you had picked your next. I've never seen your next, so all right.
3: Well your next scored a six point five on IMDB and us scored a six point
2: nine. Ooh, oh, that's low for well, I thought it was I thought it was really low for us. Yeah, I thought us would kill your next in that. Patrick, you said
0: six point one for your next, six point nine for us?
3: Six point five for your next, six point nine sorry. for us. So I mean they were relatively close in scores on IMDb.
0: Yeah. Alright, so us moves on. Into our next bracket, or our next pairing. Hmm. I know which one Greg's going (laughs) to pick. Do you? It's tough, but I think I know know which one. I know it is. Tucker and Dale versus Evil versus Cabin in the Woods. This is insanely difficult because you got Cabin in the Woods, which gives you almost everything you could ever want out of a horror movie, versus Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which gives you the best horror comedy that I've seen in so long. I got to go Tucker and Dale. I have to.
1: Patrick, is that what you
0: thought? Oh, yeah. That's what
3: I figured he'd pick. I'm surprised he even thought about it, to be honest with you.
0: (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen Cabin in the Woods, actually. And I know that
3: Tucker and Dale is an annual rewatch
0: for you. It's a Halloween favorite. Yeah. Halloween favorite.
1: I actually just rewatched Cabin in the Woods, and I'm going to have to give it to that one because not only does it have great value Pinhead in it, it has Chris Hemsworth's beautiful abs. So, sorry. Sorry. I'm going to pick with my ovaries on this
2: one, and we're going to go with Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, I mean, to me, they're both horror. I would consider both those horror comedies, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tucker and Dale, again, super fun. A lot of really cool deaths in that movie. But I fucking dare you to find an ending more fun than Cabin in the Woods. So I'm going to go with Cabin in the Woods.
3: Yeah, I think I've got to vote with Maddie's ovaries on this one as well. I love Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Don't get me wrong, but it is more of a comedy between the two of these. Like if I were to rank it, which one's funnier? Tucker and Dale, that one's more of a comedy than a horror. In the, if you compare the two together. Yes, Cabin in the Woods does have its comedic elements to it, but it still is more of a horror movie. So I'm going to go with Cabin in the Woods.
0: And I'm not upset by that at all. Not at all. This, it, is, a, it, this it, is a really tough it, 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 it deserves to go sure. for it exactly what what you said, Patrick. Tucker and wow, Tucker and Dale is definitely more comedy horror than it is horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why Cabin deserves to move on. So perfectly, perfectly cool with that. All right. Our next one, another sucky one, is uh, Ready or Not versus Get Out. Oh my god. That's so tough. <laughs> I wanna can I quit right now? I kinda wanna throw this out. The towel. <laughs> I don't want to pick anymore. As as difficult as this one is, I, I lean towards Ready or Not for the fact that it is a horror movie by definition. Get Out kind of toes the line between horror and thriller. And while it is an absolutely fantastic film, I feel like Ready or Not is just an incredible horror movie. So Ready or Not for me.
1: Again, I haven't seen either of these, but I'm going to have to go with Ready or Not for two reasons. I don't like social commentary movies at all, and Margot Robbie's just so goddamn pretty. So it's my ovaries picking again, so (laughs) we're going to go with Ready or Not. (laughs)
0: Did did you not do the review with us when we watched that, Ready or Not? No,
1: no, I was, I think that was the one I was in, I was in Arizona, I think, for that one. Okay, that's fair. So, yeah, I haven't seen it yet.
3: I don't think that was Margot Robbie, was it? it it's Samara. Not, it's um, Samara Weaving.
2: Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. who much looks, like, exactly yeah. like, she her looks, looks exactly like she looks almost exactly like
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're Margot kidding. Yeah, she looks so much like her. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that also shows how much I paid attention.
2: Yeah, for me again, Ready or Not had it was like bloody. It's it's a super gore, um, really smart uh, movie but I've never sat in the theater with people and felt more uncomfortable than I did with Get Out. So I'm going to go with Get Out.
3: The horror of Get Out comes from the way that people are treated in that movie and the way assumptions are made, a number of other things. The horror in Ready or Not, again, how people are treated, but there is a lot of blood in this movie. And there's a certain element of paranormal towards the end, I think I would have to put Ready or Not over Get Out, even though I probably love Get Out as I probably like Get Out better as a movie per se, but as a horror movie and for the purposes of this, I'm gonna have to go with Ready or
2: Not. I would actually put um, I would actually put Ready or Not's ending up against the ending of Cabin in the Woods. So, oh, uh, yeah, both those endings are <laughs> we may Spectacular. Get
0: that
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. The
0: last. Uh, pairing matchup here in the Greg region is a Quiet Place versus Hereditary, and uh, I am actually going to go with Hereditary on this one. Um, Damn I, G! I That's love crazy. what John Krasinski did. I love the concept of uh, Quiet Place. For me, the uh, the horror of what Hereditary was and the slow burn into what it built up to made that movie what it was. And again, I love the Quiet Place. The the creatures kind of killed a little bit for me, and just mm, just I feel like Hereditary is the better horror movie and uh, deserve the deserves the win on this one.
1: I hate both of these movies, so this is kind of like what do I hate less? Um, I'm actually also gonna go with Hereditary just because that woman in The Quiet Place is so fucking stupid that I I can't pump her up. No longer, uh, you baby. dumb hose.
2: Apocalypse Baby. <laughs> I, I, too, am going to go with Hereditary. I can't think of her name off the top of my head now. Uh, the actress in Hereditary. Um, Tony
1: Collette?
2: Tony Collette. Tony Collette sold that shit. Just, I mean, she was fantastic in that movie. That movie's just weird, and Ollie and Alistair, like, just wrote himself, like, that dude just, like, gave himself permission just to, like, make weird fucking movies from here on out. <laughs> he can pitch the weirdest and shit, and, and they... Yeah, they just be like, Yep, yeah, make, make whatever. And I, I like The Quiet Place a lot. But I agree with Greg. Those creatures killed that movie for me. So, yeah, I, I go with Hereditary as well.
3: So, yeah, um, Quiet Place and Hereditary. Quiet Place, I thought Krasinski did an amazing job with that movie. I'm really looking forward to when the second chapter comes out later this year after things seem to calm down here. However, Hereditary, I mean, I knew what was happening in Quiet Place. There wasn't any surprises across the board. Hereditary kept me on my toes the entire way through. I had no idea what was going to happen next, and when it did, it shocked me. I will have to pick Hereditary over Quiet Place.
2: Sweep.
0: Sweep, sweep, and sweep. Cool.
2: Is that the first sweep?
0: I think. No. Uh, We had a sweep on Don't Breathe versus Green Room.
3: Uh, Okay. And I don't remember if we had any sweeps last week.
1: Uh, Terrifier.
3: Terrifier did not sweep. It did not because Greg or uh, Josh did not pick
2: Terrifier. He
1: didn't. Not. No. Over Even it. wait, and Terrifier over it?
2: Oh wait. Uh, yes, I did pick Terrifier in that group. You're oh, okay. Right. I just <laughs> <pick Terrifier, yeah. laughs> Maddie's got facts.
1: I got so facts, motherfucker. Got, fact
0: checking. <laughs> well, I've got right. alternate facts. <laughs>
1: you can't lie to us.
0: Fake facts. All right, let's move on to the, uh, the elite eight of our tourney here. We're going to jump back up. We've got us versus Cabin in the Wood. Another difficult pick. I'm going to lean towards I'm struggling on this one for story versus horror content, because I feel like us had the better story, but Cabin in the Woods is, like you say, it gives you everything. I'm going to go Cabin in the Woods
1: gonna follow my ovaries again Kevin in the woods
0: fucking Chris Hemsworth
1: (laughs) yeah that's that's what I'm really voting for (laughs) I don't give a fuck about Kevin in the woods but
0: (laughs) next year's tourney Um, will be hottest guys in horror movies
1: oh can we I think you guys need to bring Lilia Gay out come on
2: Nope. I'm just going with the fact that Jordan Peele deserves to be in this so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with us that's fair that's
3: a good one. I will probably regret whatever decision I make. If I choose one, I'll wish I would have chosen the other. On either of these, so it probably comes down to just how I feel. It represents the horror genre, and I'm gonna go with us Ooh. because that was an unfeeling, an unsettled feeling all the way through the movie. Yeah.
1: It's right, so a who wins by IMDb standards.
3: You know, it's really fucking close. Cabin in the Woods scored a 7.0, and Us, 6.9.
2: Oh, my god! Wow.
3: I I thought that was
0: really low for Us.
2: That's super low. Yeah. Cabin wins.
0: Wow. Chris lives to fight another day. Yep, (laughs) the Abs move on.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They should. All right.
0: Moving along. We have... Ready or not versus Hereditary. Another tough one to choose from because you've got gory, entertaining horror versus pot-boiling, really smart story horror. And in the end, as much as I enjoyed what Hereditary was, Ready or Not is... I'll I'll go back and watch that any day of the week. I'll probably add that into my, my October have-to-watch traditional movie.
2: So Ready or Not gets my vote.
1: Ready or Not gets my vote, too, just because I don't like Hereditary.
2: <laughs> I'm ready to put these uh, fucking endings against each other, so I'm going to go with Ready or Not. So my choice
3: is a moot point, Ben, because you guys all went with Ready or Not. And well, I I would actually, reasoning is. I would actually put Hereditary over Ready or Not, just because it's pure horror to me. Ready or not, was it had its elements you're, of comedy. Uh, fuck, but as right towards, that, but dude. but I think you guys are right in in rewatchability. I would watch Ready or Not more than I would watch Hereditary.
1: And who's not that right
2: on playing? that. On that pure horror scale, yeah. though, you're like you're right, and mm. I, I I might change my vote. Can I change my vote?
1: No, no.
2: I'm watching on Ready or Not. Okay, we haven't you know, just just we haven't declared season, a, a winner yet. Match, let's uh let's see what the what the tilt is. I'm going to go with Hereditary. I changed my mind. Fuck it. All right. I can do that. I'm twisting my own arm.
3: So uh, we are at a tie then between Ready or Not and Hereditary, and Ready or Not scored a 6.8, and Hereditary, (laughs) (laughs) 7.3. So Maddie is pissed.
1: Well, I just I don't. I, my biggest thing is I just don't get the like hype about that movie. Oof. Like it's so slow and just obnoxious and just slow and obnoxious. And I just <laughs> I don't get it. Would you but say whatever? Because, well, Would on, you say you it's slow because, and obnoxious? I did say it's slow and obnoxious. Are you
2: upset because of the the pacing of that movie?
1: It's just and, 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 I. No, I don't know. I just didn't get it. Like. To me, it was a whole Emperor's New clothes thing where like every, like one person said this movie was good and everyone was like, oh yeah, this movie's great when you're just staring at some guy's wang. Like I just, yeah, this, I don't just don't get that movie. I don't get the hype about it. I don't get why people think it's good. I just think it's slow and just kind of weird for the sake of being weird mm-hmm. and just not my thing.
0: which is fair. I can definitely see where you're coming from. You know, it it takes a while to really get into it. And I I think that for me was what sold it was you had to sit there and it's not one of those you can turn on and look at your phone really quick and go back and be like, okay, I know what's going on. Kind of like our feature today. Coming back to that, it was one that you, you really had to focus your attention on. And if you're not in one of those moods, it's a tough film to watch. You know, yeah. I, I, had, I had to physically sit myself down and be like, all right, this is going to be a sit. You're going to focus on this because you have to focus on this. It's like watching Game of Thrones the first season, first time around, you're going to be so damn lost if you're not paying attention. And for some people it works for some, it doesn't like, yeah. I couldn't go, I couldn't drop in and just be. I'm going to go watch her right now. No, I, I can't do that. I have to be in the particular mood to watch that type of a movie.
1: Yes, to me it's just kind of pretentious, and I've kind of talked about this before. I don't really like the elevated horror. I like my castle rape adventure. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> I don't <laughs>
3: write that so, down. <laughs> write that down, Greg. Castle rape adventure.
0: Castle rape adventure.
1: <clears throat> Our new escape room coming from midnight. Next... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bad taste,
0: let's move on If you bring your own That takes us to our uh, Our final matchup for The region, which gives us Cabin in the Woods versus Hereditary I don't have an explanation for it I'm going
2: Cabin in the Woods Cabin in the
1: Woods, you don't need Um, my explanation I just
2: gave it to you I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stick with Hereditary
1: Okay
3: uh, for the same explanation that I used for "Cabin in the Woods" and "Us," I, I'm, I'm going to use for—no, I meant for "Hereditary" and "Quiet Place." I'm going to use for for this place right here. Is "Hereditary" to me is more of a horror film, so I'm going to—I'm going to throw my hat in for "Hereditary."
0: Ties us. On. It ties us, but "Hereditary" moves on. Yeah, because it had a 3 higher 3 score.
1: Um, we never. We never settled our last one, which was 10 Cloverfield Lane versus Terrifier.
0: No, we were going to do the the final four in the championship today. So that gives us our final four. If you remember from last week, we had uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane coming through Josh's region. We had Terrifier pounding its way through Patrick's region. Need to change that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say a really interesting uh, <laughs> verb there. Boy, he was pounding.
0: Pounding he was
3: pounding through my region. Wow. Did he have a
0: Hacksaw by chance? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifier winning its way in region. We have Trained to uh in Maddie's region and Hereditary coming out of Greg's region. So let's jump back over to the, uh, the semifinals on the other side of the bracket. 10 Cloverfield Lane versus <clears throat> Terrifier. I'll just jump in here since I'm kind of head show up. Uh, I obviously haven't seen Ten Cloverfield Lane. I, I'm wanting to. I was actually looking for it yesterday to see if I could find it anywhere. It is not anywhere to be found. I am actually go with Terrifier. I think it's. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've, I haven't seen the other one, but Terrifier is just an incredible horror movie.
1: Yeah, I, Terrifier is hands down one of my favorite horror movies.
2: So, yeah. <laughs> look, I, coming into this, I knew what was going to win between these two. Um, I, I mean, so there's no surprises here for me, but I would have picked 10 Cloverfield Lane.
3: Okay. I don't think I gave 10 Cloverfield Lane a vote, uh, last week on on the last podcast. I, it just didn't do anything for me. I thought it was a nice intense thriller, but so much as a horror, not so much. When it comes to smarter writing, 10 Cloverfield Lane is probably better than Terrifier. But when it comes to writing, that's not what you're looking for in a movie like Terrifier. When it comes down to just pure horror slash dash across the board, I would pick Terrifier over Ten Cloverfield Lane.
2: I just like my horror. Like, I, let me look. I love Terrifier. So, like, and I know I really beyond beyond picking it against it. I have not picked it. I fucking love Terrifier. Like the, the 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 gore and the kills and all the blood. Like, it's got one of like the, the craziest fucking kills that came out that year. But I also like my horror with a little bit of dialogue. And so Terrifier didn't have any fucking dialogue really in it at all. So once in a while, i just like to hear my characters talk. That's why, and like I said, I'm there for a story. I'm there for writing. uh, So that's why I like and and went with 10 Cloverfield Lane. um, Just because, like, I'm all about gore and blood blood and guts and stuff. But, like, I don't know, once in a while, I want to hear somebody talk. So that's my piece.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine.
0: Fair. Just out of curiosity, Patrick, do you uh, do you have Terrifier pulled up on IMDb at all? Yes, I do. What's the uh, What's the rating? Just out oh, of you curiosity.
3: want to know the the point score between the two of them? Ten Ooh, Cloverfield well, Lane Cloverfield had, had seven point two. Seven point two. Terrifier only a five point six.
1: Basic hose. What are you doing out there?
3: Interesting. All right. I, I think, think it's back. because it's more of a specific style. But it didn't score as high. Sure. Yeah. More of a more of a
1: niche it, market, if you will. Yeah. yeah, it's not that elevated horror. It's down here with Castle Rape Adventure.
2: <laughs> oh no, it's it's well above Castle Rape Adventure. Well above. well above. You know what I'm at? Right.
1: Like, Adventure. it's not one of those like elevated horror movies. It's <laughs> it's down here. Correct. Which I like down there.
0: So Alright. So jumping back over into our other brackets, we have uh, in our semifinals, train to Bassan, Versus Hereditary. On this one, I am actually going to go with uh, Train to Basan. I don't know that I have a reason for it. That's just my pick. Uh,
1: By default, I guess I'm going to have to pick Train to Basan just because I know I don't like Hereditary. (laughs) Uh,
3: Train to Basan. All right, well, I'm going to be the lone defector and pick Hereditary.
0: And Patrick, just out of curiosity, what was the uh, the rating on Train to Basan?
3: Uh, Train to Basan was 7.5, Hereditary 7.3. It would
0: have won, anyways. Yep. If we had a five. Interesting. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a championship Terrifier versus Train to Basan.
1: I knew it was going to be these two.
0: Okay. What's your pick?
1: Duh.
2: Duh. <laughs> Do we need to ask why? You, you got you to you say it, Maddie, for it to count. Yeah. Um, Go ahead ter- and say it.
1: Terrifier. No, The Void, actually. I, that's what I
3: thought you were going to say. <laughs>
1: no, um, Terrifier and The Void were my two, like, favorite movies of the last decade. Terrifier's great. It's pure horror. It's pure nonsense. That's what I want. That's all I've ever wanted. All right.
2: Josh, what do you got? Uh, I go all the way with Busan*. Wow. its I've said no movie punched me harder than that movie, so... It's, I mean, it's got horror elements uh, elements in it, it's got gore, and um, it, it, it the, the pace and everything that goes along with it is just fast, it never drags, and like I said, it, it punched me pretty hard, so Train to Busan, it is. Fair enough. Patrick?
3: These are two movies that I enjoyed so much the first time watching them that I'm really looking forward to the sequels for both of them. Yeah. As much yep. as i love me some Art the Clown, I will have to pick Train to Busan over Terrifier.
2: Gregory. Well,
1: I could give us a tie,
0: or I could put the nail in the coffin. For me, it's Train to Bassan. I'm sorry, Maddie. It, okay. it was just, it's an incredible story. I Obviously, we love Terrifier. It is an incredible horror movie. <clears throat> kind of for the same reasons that uh, Josh liked Ten Cloverfield over Terrifier. The story of Train to Bassan really was captivating for me. So, uh, Train to Bassan is my pick, giving us our champion for the twenty ten
1: horror
0: movies trained to the Sun, not of the Sun.
1: Who cool. yeah.
0: our champion? Who won last
2: year? What movie won last
1: uh, year? How Halloween. Halloween. Halloween, Halloween was it? it was
2: Halloween, Halloween went up did we win last Xbox, year? right? Yeah, Halloween won last
0: year, the original. That's it. Okay. I don't have it. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> All right. That was our March Madness. Thank you for sitting in and Hashing us out, and uh, if you have any opinions, let us know. Let us know how off we are. Let us know how crazy Maddie is for liking Chris Hemsworth abs. Let us know, uh, you know. Oh, you she's not them. crazy for loving Chris Hemsworth abs. Those are let us nice know abs. If Patrick's crazy for loving Chris Hemsworth abs. Let's keep uh, the ball rolling here. We're going to go into our feature. God help us. Which we watched the movie '95, um, was it? 1995. '95's. Crazy Castle Rape Adventure, otherwise known as Castle Freak. Patrick, do you have the deets?
3: The deets are Castle Freak, 1995, running in an hour 30, roughly. Now showing free on 2b TV.
0: Emphasis on the roughly.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. A man struggles to save his family from the strange and deadly occurrences in the castle they've inherited. IMDb rating 5.9. There is no Metacritic score for it, and I assume that's because of its age. Rotten Tomato Critic score rating, 63. Rotten Tomato Audience score rating of 44.
2: Did, did, did Castle Freak score higher than Terrifier? 5.6 to 5.9. Yeah.
1: Ugh, nuts. Jesus.
2: Wow. All right okay Maddie why'd you pick it why
1: um, well first of all Stuart Gordon died last week so right. wanted mm-hmm. to you know watch a movie in his memory and I love Stuart Gordon I love his style I think he must have really liked drugs or something because a lot of his movies just have a really weird kind of freaky style that I just think is fun I it has that kind of campiness but it has something kind of Extra, I guess it's just because you have your like your campy '80s, and then you have like weird Stuart Gordon shit that's like over what? here somewhere. What
2: was it? What was his big movie that he did that like everybody would know? I feel
1: like Reanimator.
2: Okay, Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. All right, I could not yeah. so, is there,
3: so is there so a reason we didn't go with Reanimator?
1: Because Castle Freak. Go on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's penalty box talk right there <clears throat> because uh, Maddie is like the best fucking troll of all of us and I feel like she's trolled everybody again.
1: No, I like this movie. Like I did not pick it to be an asshole. I genuinely liked this movie. It wasn't like the begotten thing where I was like, well, I know this movie exists and I'm just being a shithead. Like I think uh, this movie's fun. I'm guessing no start. one liked it.
0: <laughs> it was rough. I I one of my one of my biggest things yeah, that I hate doing is watching movies and two Sittings. Mm -hmm. And this one, I did. I watched half of it yesterday, and I watched the other half this afternoon before our cast. And I don't feel like it took away from the movie at all. I still felt the exact same way that I felt watching it yesterday, except I got to watch an Italian hooker get her tit bitten off, which...
1: (laughs) (laughs) why is this not great for you guys?
2: (laughs) For me, like, it was 19... 95, I don't know, Like, I feel like if that movie like existed today, it would have been a better movie, because I don't even blame like the idea of that movie, I don't, I don't know, I, here's the deal, I watched 20 minutes of that movie, and then I decided that if I'm going to look at shitty writing, I have some stuff to write myself, so I just sat with my back to the, uh, to the TV, and listened to it, and looked over my shoulder once in a while, and just kind of did my own work. And so I I feel like even without watching that movie, I followed along fairly well. I probably missed, I missed the Italian girl getting your tit bit off. I missed that. So there, I guess I missed something, but I mean, I didn't get it. I guess I didn't get the point. So.
1: If you watch some of Stuart Gordon's kind of other stuff, that's not reanimator. It kind of all followed along a lot with um, castle freak where it's just, it's weird, low budget there's just, like, shit going on, and I kind of like that style because, as I've said a million times, I like my horror, like, the I like the keep it simple, stupid method of horror where you just, like, yeah, every once in a while I like to watch something with a plot or something crazy like that, but, you know, for the most part, you know, I just kind of want to see a Italian hooker get detitted, like, what's wrong with that?
2: My my favorite part of that movie was the uh, the Beauty and the Beast fight at the end on the on the castle. Uh, yeah. that was my favorite part of that movie, and the fact that they both flew off the top of that thing, I was I was happy. So I was watching that movie. I was watching that part. I was like, "Is this the fuck? Is this Beauty and the Beast? What is this shit?" Right. So uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: this movie kind of reminded me of like one of my favorite all time movies is the French version of Beauty and the Beast from the forties. And, like, this movie kind of had that vibe going on where it's just super strange. And, yeah, I thought I think this movie's fun. I'm not going to defend it because, like, I know he made this movie for, like, $7 and then, like, 20 yeah. minutes. So, and it also,
3: mean, it also went straight to video. So in 1995, that, means- that was kind of unheard of, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe I could be <clears throat> wrong on that, but I don't remember a lot of movies going straight to video that early.
1: Yeah, I think it was, like, maybe later 90s when they started making, like, the, like, weird Disney sequels. So, they're like, yeah, let's go straight to video.
3: I don't know. Patrick, yeah. can
1: you even see what the budget was on this movie?
0: Yeah, I could look it up and see if, that's, if it's possible. So, Josh, you made an interesting point where if they remade this movie today,
2: I think you think it would be better. You, that's what you said, correct? Yeah, I just, I I don't know. I don't think it would. I'd be curious to see how they'd make that movie today. Yeah. Um, and I,
0: I'm kind of following along that that same path where because it was made in the 90s it followed very very 90s style filmmaking which I think mm-hmm. really hurt it. Um, yeah. specifically the whole introduction scene like straight out of the gate where we get to see a little bit of the creature right out of the right out of it. Mm-hmm. I think right. that really really hurt it. And I think with with makeup advancements and CGI advancements and forgive me, storytelling advancements. I think right. if they if this was a movie remade today, it would have been not necessarily better, but it would have been more interesting to watch and would have kept attention a little bit better.
2: And, and Maddie, explain it. Because again, I, I watched it with my back turned. Once in a while, I'd look over to see what was going on. Is there any backstory as to why he's in this castle? What was going on with that witch beginning? Did I miss all that shit? Oh.
1: Yeah, you missed all of it. Yeah, they explain all of this. Do they? Yeah. Oh, do they? Okay. Um
2: Yeah. Well, oops, I guess. Cuz that was the other thing was like I was like I, I don't know why what where is what's going on. I guess that's what happens when you don't actually watch the fucking movie. Um <laughs> but I felt like I listened fairly closely. I just I guess missed a few key Key points to what was going on, and maybe I would have enjoyed it a little more if I was paying
1: attention. I don't
2: know. But- Greg,
1: would you <laughs> would you have enjoyed it more if he was paying attention? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you weren't the only one because there was one piece, and I don't know if you guys can answer it for me or if it was just a plot hole. Was the the connection between the uh, the son and the I assume the monster grown up guy were they the same person?
1: No, they weren't. That's the same. I was. I, wait, yeah, oh, I, I think so. So there was a scene really? where
0: he was wandering down and he saw the picture of his son under the uh, the guy's name, the, yeah. the son who was the monster, unless I missed something in that.
2: Because there, there was a car accident, right? And his son like right.
1: died? His son supposedly
0: died, but he goes down into the bowels of the castle and he sees the picture of the son of the. I, I may have missed that part at the beginning, of the caretaker of the castle prior to who is led to believe that that's the monster, yeah, but they're connecting yeah. that the monster is now the guy's son who died. Five, here uh, here it ago. says on,
3: on Wikipedia, John learns that Giorgio is actually his half-brother and that the Duchess was oh. his father's first wife. Okay. So that's why his son kind of looked like the, the picture well, they, of Giorgio.
0: They weren't saying that the monster was the guy's son, it was just uh, it looked like it. Yeah, that's the only connection.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, See, had I been paying attention, I think I would have liked this movie <laughs> a hell of a lot more. Yeah, I, I I did get some
3: budget numbers, and I'm just going to read this. This is actually from Wikipedia, so take it for what it's worth. Uh, Gordon made the film for about five hundred thousand dollars. When asked why prompted to make a low budget film, Gordon responded that it would be his first film since ReAnimator that he could release without a rating that he would be given final cut on the film. And that he had the ability to cast whoever he wanted, stating even though the budget was tiny, I had complete control.
2: In 1995,
3: is five hundred thousand dollars like? It's not a tiny
2: budget. A it's not that small.
3: No, that is not a tiny budget.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he must because I've seen a bunch of his kind of like more obscure movies, and I couldn't tell you any names right off the top, but they were all. Pretty low budget, and I think he had complete control of them because they did kind
2: of have that castle freak feel. Mm -hmm. So, do you think that's because, like, so did he lose control of Reanimator? Did he not like that movie, and that's why he decided to take it out of everybody else's hands, or you don't know? It it doesn't say in here. Yeah, gotcha.
3: But yeah, Josh, kind of going back to kind of losing some of the story. I I hadn't picked up on the whole half brother that the old woman at the beginning was actually the creature's mother oh. and was and was beating the child as kind of a punishment because the man, his her her husband, left her and him and went to the States.
2: Okay. So I didn't, punishing him for that?
3: Yeah. And I didn't gotcha. pick up on any of that either.
1: I, I've seen this movie quite a few times because obviously it's really mindless. You really don't have to be present to watch it. So, um... <laughs> I've kind of just mindlessly watched it and I, for some reason, I think I picked up on it, but I don't know how or why.
3: I had a really strange deja vu feeling watching this movie because when it got to certain scenes, I could have sworn that I've seen it before or at least seen the creature before. Uh, The prostitute in the the wine cellar scene for some reason, and maybe it's because of all the porn that I've watched. I've seen something similar to it. Um, Yeah, I got you. Yeah, but even even the what freak
1: porn are you watching.
3: Yeah, even the freak with the prostitute with her getting completely literally eaten up. I remember that from something. So I may have actually seen this movie before. I remember the beauty and the beast battle at the end. So I'm I'm really wondering if maybe I had seen this before and just didn't remember it.
1: Just blocked it out. And
2: and, and uh, Council, probably Castle Freak was actually in my queue on Tubi TV. So this was in my queue before we even, or before you even chose to watch it. I was going to watch it on my own. I'm glad I didn't, but I, I would have watched it on, I, I had it, uh, yeah. So something, uh, the cover drew me uh, to at least put it in my queue. So, yeah. Just
0: a, a fun fact, I was, uh, jumped on IMDb here really quick. The same year that Castle Freak was made was also the same year that Waterworld came out, one of the most expensive movies of that time. So, just to give you a frame of reference, Waterworld was made for 175 million dollars. Oh, wow. so that shows you kind of that ratio there, I guess.
3: Yeah, and since it was filmed in Italy, maybe a lot of his budget was for travel. Yeah, That's
1: or like I don't think you can rent like a castle very cheaply. Well,
3: actually, a friend of his owned it, according to this. Nice. Let me, let me see I where that was. I need better
1: friends.
0: Right, way to call in a favor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I will give
2: him credit for his resourcefulness.
1: Yeah, right.
2: But it also didn't have fucking Kevin Costner in it, which probably cost Waterworld $50 million off the fucking top.
0: True, but you also filmed in, like, giant bodies of man-made water on boats. (laughs) The
3: castle was owned by another director named Charles Band, who was, uh, I guess, a friend of Gordon's. So he was able to shoot in that, that castle. Okay. So I guess if you have a location and you have an idea, you can make a movie around it.
2: Yeah. Oh, weird. There's a weird yeah. concept. It's
3: strange how that happens.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, is
1: everyone done shitting on this movie or do we have any more comments?
3: <laughs> to, it, I, it's not necessarily shitting on the movie for me. It was just, it, I had trouble having it control my attention. I thought the creature itself was pretty interesting but it was pretty much a one-note creature. Plus, did he really have any, you know, like cash and prizes downstairs? Because when they showed him full, it looked like he just had like a Ken mound going on.
0: He, there was,
3: I think that
2: uh,
0: that was kind of revealed when the he was trying to get the hooker to like go down on him. Yeah, and she grabbed down there and then started screaming, which to me leads me to believe that oh, the Wigan berries were not because well, you don't
3: know the point of mutilation that happened from the mother. So. True. Yeah. Yeah, so when, like I said, when it got in into the fight up on the uh, uh, top of the, the castle, and I'm suddenly going, well, Jesus, you know, he's attacking all these women. He'd probably be walking around with a fucking erection or, or something, and there was just nothing there. So I thought that was kind of weird for the char- uh, character creation. But, of course, 95, would they really show all that much? But if he didn't want a rating, if he didn't care about the rating, he could have done what the hell he wanted to do. On wanted, right? Yeah. As towards performances... I didn't think there were horrible performances except for maybe the mother at the beginning, but I mean there was everybody was within character. Yeah, but they weren't horrible. It wasn't like bad acting, it was just flat acting.
1: Yeah, I think this was the acting reminds me of some other like not so great 90s horror movies that I've seen, so I think it's pretty in that in that realm. So I didn't think it was bad, but you're right, it's pretty.
0: The I think the best actor in this entire thing was the uh the blind daughter. Yeah. I was gonna say the cat. <laughs> the cat. For the first quarter of the movie before it went like <laughs> scuzzy.
1: It went funhouse mirrors on everybody. Right. Actually some of the best
0: <laughs> acting was by the
3: people who played the policeman. Yeah, yeah, i give you that. I would give you that. Uh and then towards gore or anything else in there, there was I mean, there was some in there. Um, they said it was probably as goryous as Reanimator. I don't remember Reanimator that much though, so I can't really yeah. judge it. But there was some gore. I mean, especially with the the prostitute.
1: Yeah, with his other movies, I don't remember there being much gore. As I think he focuses more on like the strange. He also has done a bunch of like Lovecrafty stuff. So, and Lovecraft isn't about gore. He's just about
0: weird. Weird. Drugs,
1: Weird, LSD. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Greg, were there any other like fun facts on IMDb?
0: I don't know. I can check really quick. Well, I, I've got it up. I can. You do? Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I, I was, I wasn't a fan of the whole redemption story from the husband at the end when he pulled the monster off the side and had the last moment of, I love you. And then he died. Because yeah. he was kind of a skeezball. ball.
1: Yeah. He,
0: he was a skeezball ball from minute one and he did not change and I just no. I
1: was gonna say, yeah, but like I don't know, sometimes the redemption story's a little played out. I kinda just sometimes like seeing characters that are just shit from beginning to end. It's not everybody oh. can change their like character in ninety minutes, you know.
0: And and that's that's kind of typical of that that nineties storytelling where you've yeah. got we're we're gonna try and make this guy you're the hero at the end of this, he's like, no, just fucking
2: no, kill him. Yeah,
1: once you bring uh, an Italian poker home, I think you you're bad. Yeah, done. you just you're oh, not.
3: <laughs> okay, here, uh, just a few fun facts. Um, the castle in the film is an actual Italian castle owned by the president of Full Moon Pictures, which was the distri- uh, distribution company for the movie. Oh, that Charlie. The cast and crew gathered before filming to brainstorm on what they felt was terrifying in a film, and they used these suggestions to add to the direction of the film. The film was blessed by the Vatican for fears of the effect on its viewers. What?
1: Well, that's why we didn't think it was scary. The Vatican protected us, and none of us are thirteen-year-old boys. We were (laughs)
0: protected by Catholicism. Not not, like physically, anyways. They still claim mentally.
3: Real brain matter was used for the climax of the film. Oh.
1: Where did they get that?
3: I have no idea. It could have been, like, hog brain matter.
1: Let's go with that.
3: Yeah. Uh, the prosthetics for The Freak took six hours to apply each day, and supposedly based slightly on H.P. Lovescraft's short story, The Outsider. Ooh. So there. There's just a few a few fun facts. Okay. How
1: do you get a Vatican, cool. the Vatican to bless your movie, like... I,
3: that's where I kind of wonder if that's a true thing just because it's on IMDB. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, let's bless this Biddy. We, uh, we rate our scale on, uh, fear and or fun factor, the gore score and the overall. And would you, uh, recommend this to a friend? Are we feeling fear? Are we feeling fun today?
1: (laughs) Fun. There was no fear.
0: (laughs) On the fun factor. Maddie, what do you got?
1: I'm gonna give this movie a six, seven. It's fun. It it is an adventure. It's a little. It's a rape adventure, but it's an adventure. adventure. Yeah, it's a rape. It's an adventure.
2: It's fine. (laughs) Josh, what do you got? I'm gonna go with uh, uh, the fun score of two. That's where I'm sitting on the fun factor with this movie.
3: I'm gonna take your two and raise it to a three, just for the single line. I didn't kill her. I fucked her. Okay. And then right the
0: baton he, to the head, right before he gets cracked. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, writing at its best.
0: Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three on the fun factor for the the atmosphere of the castle. I thought that was a, a really nice, um, really nice setup, really nice uh, atmosphere and location. And the the scene with the mother who decided she needed to rip open her shirt to lure the creature away from her blind daughter. Three. <laughs> um, on the gore score side, Maddie, what do you got?
1: Yeah, this movie is not gory. Um, three? In my Four. world, this movie is not gory. Right. I see yeah. over there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Josh, where are you sitting? Um, I'm just going to take Maddie's word for it. <laughs> I'm going to go with a three.
3: <laughs> Patrick? Just because of the amount of mutilation done to the prostitute... More than anything else, because there really wasn't a lot of gore in this movie, but the amount of mutilation that they did—it kind of reminded me of uh, oh, what was that found footage movie I watched, Maddie, where they cut the woman's nipples off.
1: Oh, August Underground. August
3: Underground. So it kind of made me have that feeling watching that. Maybe some flashbacks. So I'll I'll bump it up to a four.
1: Some PTSD.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'll uh I'll again follow Patrick's four yeah the mutilation of the prostitute the the disintegration of the cat that was a little gory and that cat the cat was so fake when he threw it out though oh yeah it was but I am counting that part and yeah. then the uh, the look of the actual creature when he actually got to see more of what was done to him I feel like it it earns its its four there so yeah I thought the Last, prosthetics were pretty good it it was better than some that I've seen absolutely yeah absolutely. uh lastly. Would you uh, overall, and would you recommend to a friend?
1: To sit on like my six. I mean, I don't think this is a horrible movie. I think this is a, your typical low-budget '90s horror movie. And as I said, I love Stuart Gordon's style. I did recommend this to my friends, and they didn't like it. What was really funny is we were actually just—I was actually talking with another friend about this movie, and I recommended it. Maybe I should tell him that it was called the castle
2: rape adventure and we'll see if he still wants to watch it. Josh, what do you got? Um, Yeah. So uh, just for the uh, beauty and the beast fight, I'm going to give it a four and I would recommend it to all of my friends that I don't like. So take that for what it's worth.
1: Why do you have friends you don't like?
2: I mean, (laughs) look, I, I like all my friends. I was just you know going with something patrick
3: uh i I just had problems with this movie from the beginning i I can see where other people would enjoy it much more than I would, but that doesn't mean I would necessarily recommend it to them. I'll give this a four just because I gave last movie's week or last week's movie a five.
0: Oh yeah, I'll wait further instructions. Yep. yep. Crazy British alien vagina mutilation scenes. Yeah, yeah. I I'm actually going to sit on a three. This could have had potential. Again, I think it was made in the wrong time uh, for what it could have been. I I feel like giving it maybe another half a point just for hearing the uh, the resourcefulness of what uh, Stuart Stuart Gordon is that correct? Okay, of what he was able to do. To make this movie, which I, I find more fascinating than the movie itself, but it's it's got it's decent points. I'll probably never watch it again. I doubt I'll recommend it to anybody unless it is under the title "Crazy Castle Rape Adventure." So I think uh, three is is very fair. Fair
1: enough.
0: <laughs> All right. That has been our cast. Does anybody have anything that they would wish to plug?
1: Um, just support your local businesses if you are getting food delivered or for takeout. Um, Nebraska just passed that you can get mixed drinks if they have a lid on them. So enjoy that. All right.
0: Anybody else? No, I can just
3: say that if you are a fan of the Frightcast, and we know that you are, make sure that you head on over to whatever platform you're listening to us on, and make sure that you rate and review us. You can also find us on all of the social medias. Just make sure that you look for Midnight Frightcast. And then also make sure that you check out our films at
0: MidnightFrightFilms.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 76, the digital episode of the Midnight Frightcast. We thank you for dropping in and joining. We uh, hope to be back with you sooner rather than later. Doing this whole Zoom thing is kind of cool, actually. I like this a lot better than just calling in. Uh, we'll have to do this... Uh, more as we kind of figure out what the hell our world is doing so from all of us uh stay safe out there this is Greg the movie guy the doctor filmonomics with uh scream queen Maddie the other guy in the room Josh who just went away for some reason there he is hi Josh and and the doctor of everything else uh again stay safe out there stay home stay well and we'll catch you on the flip.